Well, not meant to be. Um, three quarters of, of phenomenal football followed up by one of I'd, I'd say equally phenomenal football, just not by not by the Essendon Football Club. Um, Essendon at 11, 11, 77, 77, that is, defeated by pretty solid premiership favourites now. Collingwood, 13, 12, 90 in front of a record Anzac Day crowd of 95,179. Mm. Second biggest home and away crowd of all time. Well done. That's, that's amazing. That's awesome. Yep. Um, welcome back to the Don Pod, should say that. Mm. Thank you for tuning in. Um, bit of a raw one, this one. The game's finished as of about 90 minutes ago. And we we've had a bit of a debrief, me and you, for fifteen minutes. We've, but, we've um, had our emotional period. We're trying to now be professional <laughs> and um, just report facts because that's the word I'd use to describe the Don. Not a professional illusion. Yeah, I don't like losing. Um, now, how are you? Are you well? Are your weekend other than the last um, three hours? Well, you know, we had a great weekend. Thanks. I had Monday off, so you know, made it into a long mm-hmm. weekend. Long weekend, very good. Um. But yeah, just the last three hours weren't wonderful. Well, there was a lot no, of No, it was, but just mm. didn't end very well. I was, I have to say, I was as nervous as I've been for a game of football for some time. Um, Like since about a Sunday afternoon going, oh, you know, what if we do that? What if that happens? <clears throat> yeah, not a good state of mind to be in. But, and I sat there on the edge of my seat leaning forward the entire time. Oh, really? Until well, the side bottom kicked that goal and then I relaxed. <laughs> Well, I I bought a new watch over the weekend. One of oh, those yes. ones with the, you know the fancy watches. Yeah, a fancy watch with a little heart um, uh, rate monitor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and over the you know the few days of the weekend, beautiful time, it was sitting you know just resting heart rate it was around seventy two, seventy three, just sitting around. During the game, it hit about one hundred and twenty. <laughs> I figure that's not good for me. I, I do wonder why we do it to ourselves <laughs> a lot, particularly when we've had such a rough time of it the last oh, we're 20 maybe years. Maybe we're idiots. Say. Maybe we are idiots. Maybe. No, there's no maybe. We are. We're well, that's nuffies funny. for it. Nothing anyway, um, I'll reel through some stats. I'll reel, reel through yep. some of the players. Um, <clears throat> apology for my voice. I've had COVID over the weekend, so forgive me. Um, down 67 possessions, uh, 21 of them contested down. Minus 19 inside 50s, fogged it in the hitouts, plus 21. Um, reflective of that, minus one in the clearances overall. <clears throat> um, down 41 marks, plus 12 tackles, which was nice. Mm. That, to me, suggests we got flogged a little bit. That's yeah, not great if you're reading. tackling more, yeah. And then all of that, we were in front for 85 minutes compared to their mm. 30. So. Which, I think it's the part that hurts the 85 mm. minutes in front of mm-hmm. a game is... Yeah. Um, and at the end of the third quarter, you thought... Wow, surely we can. No, let's come to that in a second. Yeah, yeah, Um, sorry. Goals, Langford three, Wiedemann two, Stringer, Perkins, Menzi, Draper, and Davey Jr. one. Um, Possessions, nothing really to write home about. Parrish Mm. 27, Redmond 23. And, like, that's... Horrible. That's it. Um, So, I mean, those, the, the, the stat indicators at least, minus 67 in possessions, that's a fair difference. Minus 19 inside 50, that's a lot. Mm. Minus 41 in the marks, and then reflective of the down in possession is we were plus 12 in tackles. And we're also plus 21 in hitouts, but negative 19 in inside 50s. Mm. I, and we, you, yet it was about a break even in clearances, wasn't it? I might, well, you're minus one. So we won stoppages, yeah. they won center. Yeah. Um, so that tells me we, our Ruckman didn't hit it to our midfield as well. 
Yeah, so probably we, won, the... we were even in clearances, but somehow around the ground they got more of it and sent it forward, whereas we couldn't do that. Yeah, it's a real mismatch to mm. to win clearances or or break even on clearances essentially, but then get beaten so badly in position. Inside fifties to be down nineteen and inside fifties. Yeah, yeah, that's horrible. So I mean, we'll start with the rucks because that's you've mentioned yeah, that's, that's my place to start yeah. because that's your favourite little thing. Um, you told me before we started one mark between them after I want to say nine marks between them last week. Well, yeah, um, and Phillips had six last week. I don't know how many Draper had, but I know Phillips had six. But he's come out with zero this week and four disposals, one kick, two, three handballs. Like that to me is a shocking game against a team that basically had, no had one ruckman, one not even like full time. He's not even their ruckman. Like he's and they did it against Grundy. Hmm. Who's one of the better ones? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then really fumbled it against. It's like it's, no I guess this Kruger, is the example not... where Collingwood knew what was coming, so they planned for it. They dealt with it. I'll come mm. back to that comment actually in a yep. second. Let's stick to the rucks for a minute. Yep. Draper kicked a goal first quarter, first goal of the game. Yep. And I don't want to. I'm not going to hang it on Sammy too much because I thought he was better than Phillips, Phillips. and better around the ground. Um, did his best Leo Messi impression, dribbling it to half forward. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest criticism, and I mentioned it during the game to a mate, is that hitouts plus twenty one. We smashed him in yep. hitouts, but hundred percent. I don't think there's a lot of thought for Sammy in where where he's doing it. Beautiful taps, but they don't go anywhere near an Essendon player most of the time. Well, there was one a beautiful one in the third quarter to Stringer where he kicked it on yeah. his left. Yes. He hit the clearance. He hit the ball out of the clearance, out of the congestion. Stringer took it pretty much on the full kick to go. But you're right. A lot of the other ones, like to be plus 21 is, uh, and it should have been the the part of the game we dominated in. We probably should have helped with a couple more clearances. We should have won the clearances by a bit more and then helped push the ball forward, but it didn't. Yeah. Um, Does that become then a shield? Caldwell, and we were missing Merritt, who's very important. You know, Shield, Caldwell, um, Parish problem. Yes and no. I think calling the class of calling with midfield, midfield mm. is still quite high. Obviously, um, can I say something quickly? Can you say what you like? Can someone go towards Pendlebury when he has the ball? It is funny. I thought the days of Pendlebury and side oh, bottom tearing us and you were behind us, but. Sidebum came second in the Anzac medal. Oh, God. Um, and if not for a poke in the eye to Pendles, he would have, I'm sure, had a big say. But it's time. really frustrating. Like Everyone goes, Pendlebury's got the ball. Everyone give him a and couple they of just minutes what he wants to do with it. Yeah. They, I mean, to be fair, they both ooze class and have Don't been very that. good players for very long time. So but everyone else that gets the footy seems to get pressure, pressure. on them. Yeah, well, clearly they're doing something right. Um, Does he smell? Good tactic. Mm, and that, yeah. Maybe that's why it goes works for you. I want to come back to your comment about calling the plan for what they knew. Essentially, is what you said. Um, yep. Pre-match on Fox, they interviewed Brad Scott, and we said Chris, um, and he basically and said that better. we've had this defensive structure that we've we've not attacked the ball. We've, mm. we've sort of sagged back with the opposing opposing yep. forward. Yep. We're not going to be able to do that today. Collingwood presents a unique challenge mm. and we're probably going to have to do something a little bit different at that point in time. And Fox talked about this as well. Is that a good or bad thing? Is not a rhetorical question. Don't answer that just mm. yet. <laughs> I want to get through this. Is there... um, Good or bad thing. And I think it's both. I think truck 
and past coaches would have stuck with their plan and got flogged by 20 goals before they realized something wasn't working. Yep. Yep. So it's good to recognize that Collingwood are different. They move the ball so mm. differently to every other team in the competition just about. And for what we did for three quarters to stop them going through the middle, it worked. Beautiful. Unreal. But then I think at some point you've got to back your own system. So I think there's a bit of both, an argument for both. But planning for what you know. It's a coach who's recognized something where we might be deficient and has actively or proactively done something about it. So while you say Collingwood looked at the Ruckman and did all that, I think we equally have still had a bit of a win in the coach's box to stop their ball movement for three quarters. Well, 100%. Like, at the end around. of that third quarter, we and, and we need to put this in context, this loss. Like, uh-huh. I hate the loss. I hate yes. losing to Collingwood the way we lost. Like, I hate being in front by four goals at the end of the third quarter and we lose it. We didn't score. Did we score a goal in the last quarter? I'm going to say no. Hate it. But we came fourth last last year, third last. Context is a beautiful thing. If you'd said hmm. pre-game, 13-point loss, you're taking it? Yep. Collingwood were preliminary, preliminary, pre, thank preliminary? you, preliminary, pre, it's, <laughs> you never say it again, pre-fight, pre, um, last year, we've come <laughs> off beating Melbourne the week before, who I think are a top four or five side. They're still very good, yes. We've got Geelong next week who won the grand final. Mm-hmm. Now, if we can beat two of those out, of, let's say if we beat Geelong next week, let's just throw that out there. If we've beaten those two of those three, then I'm walking away going, well, we're not too bad. We've improved. Well, I think the third or fourth youngest list in the competition, things are going all right. Regardless of next week, we've improved. Yep, 100%. So It still hurts, this loss. Absolutely. So what we're going to do, we've already kind of started it, what we're going to do, we're going to look at the fourth quarter first. I want to get that out of the way. That was, you know, it was tough. We're going to get it done, and then we're going to probably go a bit more positive, ultra-positive on the first three quarters and recognise maybe some some better things to focus on rather than just half an hour of football that cost us the game, ultimately. So I'll let you go first because I monologued about Scott, so I'm going to just take a breath. As in we're talking about the fourth quarter? Just the fourth quarter alone, what was your take? What was your thoughts? Well, my first thought was that after the 10-minute mark or, you know, when they'd kicked the three or four goals or whatever it was to get back within, you know, or just to get in front when I think um, Dacos kicked that goal to put them in front, I, I was really frustrated in the fact that we, it like it's like we came to that quarter thing we have to defend the lead. And then once we went behind, it broke even again? Yeah. Mm. And all of a sudden we go, oh, now we have to kick a goal so we can play go back to playing the way we were. I was like, well... Why don't we just come out and think, well, if we kick the first two, they they, they can't come home because their yeah. spirits will break. And yeah, they get a roll on, their spirits are up, they think, and they get and the commentators. I don't know if they listen to the commentators, but I feel like they do because <laughs> the commentators kept telling us they come home well. They paid to make it interesting. I know they are, but do they want to have sex with Dacos? Because they <laughs> feel like that they're a big fan of that young kid. Now, he's a very good football player. Yes. I don't doubt that. But I don't know how many possessions he gets from kick-ins, but I feel like he gets a few little bonus little chips well, here and there. I reckon, I mean, if we talk about and for Dacos, three quarters, honestly, Sam, he didn't hurt us. Well, that's what I was going to say. So for, for Dacos specifically, because mm. Elephant in the Room won the medal. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. 
Three-quarter time, he had 30-something. But, but he hadn't hurt us. I was all right with the world. He, he we were up set, by four goals at that stage. I was like, well, he remember the footy, mate. specifically setting up one goal, but it was a kick inside 52 of three men, yep. so it wasn't, you know, I could have done mm. it. Probably would have missed him by 30 metres, but I could have. Um, but then last quarter, big game, big moments, 95,000 people, 20-year-old, and he kicks two goals. Well, and I felt like he went more into a midfield role there, which I question. Like, so why doesn't Collingwood play him in a midfield role from the first quarter? I don't, I don't, it, I don't understand. Like, if I'm a Collingwood supporter, I'd go, why don't we just play him in the midfield at the start of the first quarter and maybe we'll win games by 30 points yeah. instead of having to come home in the last quarter and stick him in there? It's more entertaining football. Is it something I'm missing? Like, I mean, he he was he was. Massively influential in the last quarter. Best yeah. player on the ground. 100%. And, and that, but for the first very, three quarters, he was no better than anyone else. Yeah. I thought more was more was hurting us more. More was hurting us more. That was our own doing. But he's yeah. a phenomenal footballer, Darcy Moore. Great football player. Imagine um, if he played for us. Yeah. That mark he took mm. first against quarter Draper. against Draper, yeah. he was just totally not in the right position mm. and bodied. And yeah. Yeah, no, he was really, really good. And, and you know, I thought um, Degoe was really influential too for Collingwood mm-hmm. for the first three or four quarters. But they were the ones that were worrying me more than than, um, than Dacos. Dacos. Well, I honest. think Dacos' is strength comes with Collingwood's ability to move the ball. So he's the first one or the one that takes the dangerous kick, the 50 or whatever it was. The league average is 6 out of 10 for taking that kick. He kicks 7 out of 10. So he's yep. 10% above Fox Woody. Thanks. Um, 10% above league average. We, he couldn't do that, which is why he wasn't impactful. He had the disposal still. Exactly, because we defended that Yes. Yeah, so well. So specifically. So he wasn't mm. able to do that kick, but he still had a possession. But for some reason, I mean, the, the, the joys of having a lot of good players on the park, fourth quarter, yeah, we'll chuck him in a mid-half forward role. And so he's a classy question... player, so he wins yep. the ball. Like, that just, that's just how it So happens. the question I want to ask you, Dacos, we'll take this out of the equation. He's finished. <clears throat> We've talked about him. Okay. In that last quarter, we looked a bit ordinary. Hmm. Who do you look at that and go, well, they were the players that aren't up to scratch and I, I like, if we want to be a good side, we, we're still short. <laughs> we uh, still need to get better players into the 22. Who are the um, ones that don't deserve? Or on that last, just on the last quarter, I'm not saying weeks before, weeks after. I'm just saying in that last quarter, who did you go, oh, gee, I don't know what you're doing. This is probably going to come across quite harsh, Setterfield. Yep. He attack of the fumbles, panic, and that's symbolic of the whole team in the last quarter. Mm, but fine. he had three or four in a minute where I just went, ah, just be clean and we're yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. And cleanness is so important in those yeah. pressure games. Yeah. Um, things like Draper missing the set shot from twenty out, yeah. I'll never, never be okay with that. But I think the whole day really, in the end, typified by Jai Menzi. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I wanted. Yeah, the whole game he was like this, but. Running into open goals. I think getting caught between passing and shooting, perhaps, yep. and just booting it out on the full. Yep. Um, Wiedemann had one where he running into an open goal, hit the post. Again, indecisive, wanted to pass it, then went, no, I'll have the shot. Mm, yep. And I thought Wiedemann was great for most of the game, I too. Yeah, like. that's not to say he just yep, yep. doesn't deserve his spot or anything. But and so I, I think, think I think Menzi's been really good all year, but there was periods in that game where I thought, geez, he's, he's not good enough. No. It's symbolic of the whole team in the last quarter. That yep. We were panicked, we were rushed. And we didn't take our chances. And that. I'll tell you the other thing I, I would throw in there too, Sam. 
Yes, please. Was, I didn't agree with, and you know, we talked about last week how I thought we got the coaching really right. That I didn't agree with. So much Hobbs so the coach got a vote. Hey, sorry. So they got a vote. So yeah, the that's coach right. got a vote. Yeah. Got a vote. I didn't agree with Hobbs as the sub. No, I don't. I don't. Think... I think he's a good player. I don't, I don't. I don't overly rate him yet, but he's got a bit to work to do. His second season. His second that. season. Yeah, he's a fine young kid, but he doesn't work as a sub. What worked last week with Hind was he brought pace. Speed. Yeah, and he brought um, a bit of. Well, he made it. He made the forward line think, "Oh, geez, what do we do with him?" Whereas Hobbs came on and played, I'm guessing he played like a midfield role. And Collingwood was like, well, that's great because we're already crushing you there. So that's fine. I think the sub really is meant for quick hind, explosive mm-hmm. pace, or pure, pure versatile. So Guelphie for us. Or like a, it's, like a six foot two who can go forward or back. One like or the a, other. You're not. Hox could be a, a good sub if yeah. he was fit. A big body, a big bodied mid or big error. He's stockier more than he is. Silky. He's two years into his AFL. Yeah, but he's career. he's not big he, enough. Hobbs, we're yeah. talking about. Um. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he was the right option for sub. But yeah. now I don't know if Hind was. He wasn't injured. I don't believe he was. He played. No, the, and I don't think he played VFL either. Well, he was the sub last week, and I just I just felt that that was a trick we missed again, because it was a beautiful, sunny, clean, crisp day. You know, there were no. You know, it wasn't a day where you don't want to play too many tools when it's wet or, you know, you really wanted to bring in pace. And and to be honest, some of our players looked tired in that last mm-hmm. quarter. Like we had looked like we'd run out a bit of legs. But again, that's like Bo McCready for them were running past us. Yeah. That again is about playing a good team as mm. well. Like they, course, they are fitter. They are stronger. They are. Yeah. Oh, the number of times they pushed off a tackle or broke a tackle. That also really annoyed me. I commented on that last week saying that we yep. were um, we, we were tackling smarter, I think was the phrase I used, and then Merritt went and got suspended for tackling someone. Mm. But I um, thought that was a big problem for us this week was we, we, we just couldn't the tackle them. We didn't hold the arms. We didn't stop the possession. Yeah. We tackled the waist and went, yeah, we're, we're trying. But the, a lot of times they just got their hands free or broke Pushed off a tackle or, or sidestepped a tackle. I mean, it was just they were, hmm. and I know there's no such thing really, but they were a bit plucky and a bit lucky with the way the ball bounced in the last quarter. I and mean, you make your own luck and all that, but it just seemed to always squirt out. Or you know, mm. we had a free man on the wing and it would take a right angled bounce back the other way. And when shit's not going for you, mm. it was really disappointing that last quarter to finish that way after the three quarters. Like because we played well in the first quarter. We they got they played well in the second quarter, but we got back into it. Like back to, to be it. only down by what two points at halftime. I thought, well, that's all right, that's fine. And they were really heavily on top. Yep, they played. They would have been um, better for longer in that second quarter. Then the third quarter, we outscored them quite easily and played really good football. And then the fourth quarter, we just went, nah, we we nah. sort of we don't know how to do it now. All right, well, let's go. Let's go back to the start. I think that's enough yep. on the last quarter. I think. It says more about Collingwood than us in that they're they're willy they're they're better they're willy to say they're willy um, they're willy they're willing bigger they probably their willingness to 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 just I don't know win the football move the ball forward at all costs even if it's a fifty fifty ball well they they have faith in their one on one fair enough like mm. I'm not too down on that yes I think we could have done a lot of stuff better but. At the end of the day, you're playing a team who, as you said, one point loss in a prelim, mm. at the moment, have to be clear premiership favourites, I would think. 
And their argument is going to be, oh, we're still missing players, but we're all missing so we. players. I yeah, mean, we're missing, missing our best players, forward yeah. by a mile. And our, and our best midfielder and captain. Yes, thank mm. you. All right. On mm. to the good stuff. The other yep. three quarters, which is unfortunate. You can play three brilliant quarters of football and not get the chocolates. Um, first three goals of the day. Seems like forever ago. And then Tagoe kicks one late that mm. really kick-started them for the second quarter where they kicked... Four. four on the trot before yep. we got back and, and kicked three or four. So yep. another another time again where we've conceded a quick run of goals or a run of goals, but then got it back. Which is great maturity. Against op- good opposition. Mm. It is good maturity and it shows faith in the structures and the setup and the game plan as well. And they're the things that are going to set you up for the year. Like when, you know, like when a good team like Geelong next week might do it to us and go, no, 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 boys. We, we, get we know back. we can get it back, yeah. Yep. And that's a lot. It does a lot for your mental. It does, because in other years, we just went, oh, well, they've got us goodbye. Let's uh-huh. pack up now. Yep. Um, I want to touch on a few individual, well, individual performances tied in with yep. some other stuff, whatever. Um, Ian Hill, Bobby Hill, I was scared. He is exactly the type of player that, kills us generally speaking could have come to Essendon I thought it was set up um a nice day for him to just do what Ginevan did last year basically and Majacek who I have a lot of respect for as your second or third tall very good footballer very consistent throw him at darker days he did see him there um between them 14 touches six marks two tackles and one behind so I want to highlight McGrath who mm. played on Hill practically exclusively, had a beautiful moment on the wing in the first quarter where it looked for all money like he was going to get outpaced and just just little tap, smart, got away. Good Obviously. use of body too. Yep. Um, and it was actually BZT, or who I thought had a bit of a dirty day, but he was on my check for the most part. So um, there's, I mean, my checks kicked goals against us in the past. I was meant to stat check that, but I forgot. But yeah, Hill, Hill really scared me and, to get one behind between them. I think that's a win for us. Yeah. Despite losing on the day. Um, Any, any comments on that? No. Oh, no. I, look, I thought we played a great game. I thought Laverde was a big loss in that back six. Yeah, that hurt. Yeah. Because he'd been playing a really good role too down there. Um, but he was playing on Johnson. Like, uh, sorry? He was playing on Johnson. Yeah, Ash Johnson, who I was going to say, who's a really talented player, like, Really talented, like that goal he kicked in the last quarter from fifty, where he just wheeled around. You can't do anything about that. No, but if he's... I if I'm going to have my opponent taking a mark fifty out on the boundaries, where I I'm want just going to let him, yeah, yeah. But that Ash Johnson, he's got great hands, he's beautiful, like he's a really talented player. Um, so look, Laverde had had a great game and just a couple of bits. Um, uh, yeah, you go because I mean. <laughs> I'm a bit lost for words myself. I don't think doing the pod on the day of a game is um, wise. Well, okay. So I thought Kelly did some ordinary things. He had the angry pills at one point in the last Mm. quarter. He's going to give away free kick. He he needed to be dragged away. And that's the bit of on-field leadership that didn't happen. He needed to be dragged away and told, pull your head in before you give away a free kick, mate, because... You're going to give them a free kick 40 out, 
for nothing. What do you think of Ridley? Really notice him. Well, he played on Hoskin Elliott for what I could see. Like that's a weird. Who I find fascinating because Hoskin Elliott would be by far their worst. Yeah, but I think we want Ridley doing the intercept and the kicking and all that. But he didn't do a lot of it. Like I, I I keep getting frustrated. I guess with what I'm saying with Ridley is that what three years ago now, and we go back to this, he was all Australian. He wasn't. He was all Australian. He was the best and fairest. Was he twenty? Even all Australian, wasn't he? Forty? No. Was he forty? Maybe, but not 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 twenty two. Didn't get a jacket. Okay. Well, he was. A, you know, that year he was really good. Best and fairest, all Australian forty. Just safe. <laughs> safe. I feel comfortable saying that. He just feels like I'm just like. When is he going to have a game that I'm going to give him votes? Have you thought about giving him votes for the last year or so? No, but I also think it's a sign of overall improvement that we're not relying on him to get 30 touches like he was in 2020. No, but I still want him to <laughs> influence a game, like to take a few marks. Like, I'll see if I can find his intercept marks. Well, I was trying to find his stats in terms of numbers. He had 16 possessions, in... 14 kicks at 93%. I think that's, that's fine. perfectly <laughs> fine. But he only took three marks. Yeah, which is okay. Is it? What did Moore well, take? Moore uh, took seven. Only four more, and we kept kicking at the frigging Moore. Four more. I mean, yeah, I know, but it's one a quarter, which isn't that big a deal, <laughs> really. But, you know, like ten in a game would be a lot. I would have thought so. Three is not a lot. No, I don't. I don't see the issue personally. I I think... I, I, look, my issue is that I, I and I keep going back to this: is that I'm still like our back six looked so good last week. But the week before, I didn't love them. But when we've lost, I think maybe, like St. Kilda in this game, is that I've looked at that back six and thought, oh, God, there's so many, well, like, there seems to be holes down there. Look, we're, we're going to need to get this printed on a T-shirt or something. We're mm. short at all. Short at all. This is nothing new. And I think Melbourne run the size. If Melbourne worked. had Ben Brown, then it might have been a bit harder, a bit more difficult and a bit of a different result, maybe. And the other teams we've played have been pretty average side. So, mm. and Collingwood don't have a particularly massive forward line either. No. But so, their smalls are really dangerous. Which is why I harp on about McGrath and Hill, because that's the kind of player that would kick six against us. Yeah, um, and that's right. But Ginevan kicked two. And I mean, what's his he's name? He's such a flog. Such a flog. Oh, like, the, the little, uh, you see, when he did that celebration, he, they were still behind. Like, who no. was the other one? What's the other one? I'm trying to think of he kicked. Um, um, not much. Um, Elliot, yeah. I thought he, he only kicked one oh, point. Now, we need he to must talk have about, had three or four set shots. Like, we need to talk about Jamie Elliot. Yep. He had a shot from his pocket. Oh, easier shot and kick it out on the full. Well, what about the one he scrubbed, mate? Like, that we need to have words. Yeah, like, why couldn't he have done you, that last year? If he kicked that out on the full, I would have taken if he just missed it or what it. Oh, I was mm. filthy at that. That was the angriest I got all day. I felt like he's kicking its goal was horrible. Like, whereas normally he's, I feel like he's burned us a thousand times. Well, one anyway, in particular, yeah. I'm um, just saying that I like, I still think our midfield's pretty solid. You know, Shield could, wouldn't hurt to put your head over the ball every so often. But that's he started maybe, quite well, Shield, too, and dropped. Started quite well, but he still faded. Like, yeah. It's um, one game. We need Merritt back in there because Caldwell, although decent, doesn't have the polish. He tackles hard and does all that sort of stuff. What do you make of his little rib punch or gut punch? It's I mean, a fine it's for me. 
It's too low. You can't. But in terms of, put that aside, in terms of, of look and footballing, footballing acts Bad. and all that, Bad. that's worse than what Merritt did. And Merritt oh, can't win yeah, a brown low. Yeah, yeah, good point. So but he punched Paul him. Well, theoretically, I mean, he hasn't closed his yet. fist and went and bopped him in the chest. If he punched him in the chin like that, it'll be three weeks. Oh, he's no six weeks. That's especially the way Dagos went down. Oh, he's a bit of a he bit of mayo. That's oh, fine. Game's the game. A little bit of mayo, but that's all right. That's what he does. Um, His dad was very much the same. If you say so. Um, <clears throat> I just think we, we got our priorities wrong. I know we have to look after the head, but. In a situation where Merritt didn't maliciously swing the guy to the ground, there was no malice in that whatsoever, and then this, in all likelihood, will be a fine. I... Yeah, right. I, I think it'll be a fine. Yeah, you're right. A closed fist punch as opposed to a tackle. A, tack- a footballing act that yep. the guy was I... fine. There's a problem I have with this whole tackle thing. I don't understand it. So you tackle someone, and if even if they're fine, you get a week. We could harp on all day. Fair enough if he's concussed. I get that. Like, okay, that's you've hurt them. But then is it action or He plays off the game. I don't understand that's how that's a week. Like, I don't understand. I'm all for action over consequence, but Merritt's yep. wasn't a dangerous action. Neither was Taylor Adams. For the sake of... No, there were many others in the last few weeks that haven't been. Mm. For the sake of being equal. Mm. Um, speaking of which, thought we got the rub of the green with the umpires, which was nice. Well, we did win the um, umpiring, the, the squad. Losing, it was 19 but... to 10 of them, I think. Yeah, they got a few in the last quarter and um, someone got pinned for illegal disposal very late on. And I went, you haven't paid that all day. No. And there's champion. been some shockers. And now, and that frustrated me. But apart from that, we got a pretty mm. good run. So whatever. Um, that's all I really had. Did you see the VFL? Well, yeah. Are you happy to move on? Yeah, I think we'll move on from the game. Any um, feedback yeah. from the, the people in the public? I want to mention Langford. Sorry. I... Just he's quietly. a forward. He's not he's a, a defender. Can someone please tell Brad Scott? What? He's not a unicorn. Not a unicorn? He's not a unicorn. He's not like some freakish player that can play everywhere. Right, okay. He's not a defender. There was. Okay, I'll give you the example. First possession he gets in, in the mm-hmm. inside 50 defensive, he just gets it and boots. like He shits himself. And I understand it was early in the game, big game pressure and all that sort of stuff. The players fumbled. He just got it and booted it back to a Collingwood player who, I remember when Dake, it might have been Dakos kicking a point, I'm not sure. But, and I was like, oh, mate, you can't do that. Like, you just, you've got to take a second and find a target. You've got to. Yeah. Um, Whereas forward, what, he looks so Well, as I say, what I wanted to focus on was that he hit three, mm. had a, I think, one or two, no, one more, more difficult shot and one that he passed off. Yep. Um. That moment with the Collingwood supporter in the crowd. Oh, I would have, moment. I would have laughed my head off. But the guy after he dropped the ball did the big appeal, and it was way too much hate in that, bro. It's just a game, like settle, pet. But I loved it that he just went, and then did the did the forks. Who did that? Did the guy do no, that back no, to Langford? Langford? No, Langford did the forks. No, he didn't. He just pointed. He pointed. Then right at the end, he flipped him. Oh, up. dude, I must have seen that. Like I must have been too. Because I love that he kicked the goal and then went back and pointed at him. That... Went here. I commented on that. It's a sign of confidence. Stick that we up. We wouldn't have done that frick. last year. Oh, but how and much of a toss bag was that guy? Oh, yeah. And Langford would have known that was coming, but he had oh, to go get the, the ball. Pocket. He had to go get the football. So he's yep. got to go put his hand out. Let the dickhead drop the ball because, you know. And you can see it coming. Like, the yeah, guy yeah, was yeah. like, come on, come and get it. Big, big tough guy in the crowd. 
But yeah, too much passion on the up yours, champ. Like, fair enough. Give him shit. That's fine. But settle. Um. Anyway, Langford's turning into a very good footballer. That's all I wanted to. Well, he's not turning into a good footballer. He's a good footballer who's finally playing forward, who's which playing is a role it. he's always been able to play. The we, rest of it, I still don't think he's a defender. He can still play on a wing if ever need be. Yeah, we we had this exact conversation last week. Yep. Um, in terms of comments, Josh has hey, made Joshy. a good point that we've lost to the top two sides this year. So we've lost horrible. to one. We've lost to one and two, beaten third, and we're fourth. So I mean, you can't complain. On the face of it, yeah. We're not happy right now, Cop but we're going to try and let's. Um, some horrible days at work tomorrow. Shit last quarter against Target with the flag favourites, but geez, cut them some slack. I think we've cut them some slack. I think it's okay to be critical. Of course. But also realise who we played. and Well, I, I think the way we've done the an- analysis too is that the fourth quarter, shit house, that fucked, we fucked it up. Yeah. For three quarters, it, we were really good. And I think. I can't. I don't know. How you think, and then you. Stop. I think. I think, and then I forgot what I was going to say because I'm 29, and you know the brain's just. I thought you were 28. Whoosh! No, I'm 29. Um, I won't argue with you. I would know. <laughs> um. Yeah, I forget what I was going to say. Don't worry about That's it. That's all right. Next comment. There's a few comments about Davey Junior. Not, not was he ordinary? Did everyone think he was ordinary? That that's the comments, and yeah. if you if you can, I can't really show it on here. Well, just describe the heat map. If you can, jump on and have a look at the heat map between him, Davey Jr. and Jai Menzi. Jai Menzi, who was a frustrating day for him, I think is a friendly, kind way to put it. He had 12 touches and most of them came in the forward 50. The, the, the red is the forward 50. Davey Jr., way more spread out. So he had... His heat map is equal sort of forward 50 and D50, but then a bit more in half forward. So 66% forward, 34% defense. So a lot higher work rate, a lot more around the ground. I thought early on. I still think that I was, Davey was pretty frustrating in that he was. He didn't bring enough of that. He brought a little bit of that chase pressure. Half a chance at goal and kicked it. Yep. Great effort there. And. Is Tip and Woody far away? Fitness-wise, probably. Well, did he play VFL? I don't think so. I reckon we held a few over. Um, because Hind didn't play VFL either. Let's have a look. Squizzle, squizzle, dizzle. Um, Wanganine kick two. We'll get to that. Um, no, McDonald, Tip and Woody, you did not play VFL. Mm, that's interesting. He was an emergency, though, wasn't he? I don't know. I don't know. That's what I was going to say before. It's just come back to me. She'll indulge me. Start of the game, if you'd said 13-point loss, all right. If that 13-point loss had come from a swaying contest, back and forth, back and forth, and they kicked an extra goal late that got them to that 13 points, sure. The bit that hurt was the fact that we were 28 points up. That's what seems. That's what gets you. Yeah. The rest of it's whatever. Yep. 100%. Um, so I think criticism of Davy Jr. is harsh, given it's his fifth game. Oh, of football. I don't but... think it's harsh. I think I think it's just it's allowed. Yes. He had a bad game. Like let's call it as we see it. 
had a bad game. Let's see if you have it goes next week. Yep, fair enough. Um, Heppel, Heppel's been commented on, Marcus. I think he's been solid the last few weeks, to be honest. He had a shocking moment or two in the last quarter, but again, symbolic of the entire team. Yeah. I would argue, though, his last two or three weeks since, or well, maybe even four, since he debacled since the of criticism. kicking. Yep. Yeah. He's been just solid. Like, he's playing a role. He We need a younger player to play a, take a role off him. I don't know who that is. Like, mm. is he, he's playing a halfback sort of wing role. Like, he's not playing a full wing He's kind of everywhere. It's... But you could assume that in the future, maybe um, if um, Cox gets fit, he could take his job. If Reed gets fit, he might take a, you know a defender role like um, Sardis. He's definitely going to get into the team playing a wing role. So I don't know. Like maybe maybe at the end of the year, these guys will be pressured the way they're playing. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's a good point. I don't think there's anyone screaming to take his spot. There's no one There's no one in VFL. Like Voss is, you know, I don't think he had a great game. I don't think Hobbs takes his role. I don't care what anyone says. Hobbs is not the same player Heppel is. No. God, no. A um, couple of questions for you. Uh, one's a statement more than a question. I apologize. Mm, we like statements. Uh, Nathan. Yep. Not you. Nathan oh. with an M on the end. Nathan. I've not seen before, unique. Um, I take more away from that loss today, and I mm. want to highlight that because, yeah, I take more from that than the. If you take more out of that team, we would have won. Well, um, I take more out of that than the, the win against GWS, for example. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. So again, context is great. Competition, and and I th- here's the thing I'll throw at you while you're reading the next one. I think that game puts you in great stead for the Geelong game, who basically flogged Sydney for four quarters. And we've just come off a high pressure, 90, what did you say, 93, 90,000, 95,000 people game. Like that is the sort of um, experience that 20, 20, you know, 18 to 25 year olds will just love. Yeah. And we'll be barely scraping 60 next week. So yeah. It amazes me that Essendon Collingwood can do this mm. every year. And yet this is a much higher crowd because we're both top four at the yeah. moment. But the fact that even on a shit year, we get 88, 89,000, it's unbelievable. That just no, blows no, my mind. But the experience that our yeah, yeah, yeah. 23 yeah, players will take out of that game will put you in great stead for next week against Geelong. You think that'll help you in a final? No, no, it's at the G. It's our home at the G. So there you go. We'll come into that game prepared for pressure. You know, big ball contest. Geelong, Geelong are coming off flogging Sydney to nearly 100 points. Go, oh, oh, there's pressure around the ball. Shit. We're going to talk about next week later on. Don't get too far ahead of me. That's um, on time. This is a good question, and I want you to okay. keep your answer brief, if possible. The no, big question is, this is Phil. Phil's here every week. Love you, Phil. After this loss, do you think we are a top eight, six, four side, or do we just miss finals? Great question, Phil. Actually, you can take your time answering because I think there's a couple of factors. Top eight. Wow. Okay. The one time I give you the floor and you give me Okay. Well, I'm going to say top eight at the moment is because I I think if you look at – we've been so competitive against pretty good teams in the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. We've beaten what I would say are ordinary teams in GWS Hawthorne. We were decent against um, Gold Coast, who I still think are an okay team. Like They're not 
They won on the weekend, didn't they? Against, uh, oh, they flogged North Melbourne, didn't they? And took Miller went down with a knee injury. So, I mean, if you put that in context of six weeks, we've lost to two teams that are one and two. Mm -hmm. I The next four weeks are big. Huge. I'm going to say right now we just missed the eight, and that's purely because I expect us to fade a little bit. I think the the intensity and the style of game we're playing at the moment is brilliant, and in in three or four years' time, that's going to be a really good brand of footy. Exactly, and that's a really good point. Brand of football is good. I don't think it's sustainable right now for a young team for 23 games of football. The only thing I think it will be positive is that there are players to come back into our team in the second half of the year, and that'll be interesting. Like, for example, I expect Wright to come back in and play maybe the last six games. Would that yeah. be a fair? Yeah, right. And Cox Sardis. close-ish. Sardis is probably a couple of months. But Guelphie. Right. Yeah, Guelphie's super sub, his position. But he still might have an influence. So he, um, Tip and Woody might have an influence on the Menzies slash um, Davies kind of kids. So there's still like, um, and I would I'd throw another one out there: Reed and Cox, if they can get fit and play in the half second half of the year. Well, Reed's the one we're crying out for, and I don't think we've seen Reed. Seen Reed? No, we're not. We're not that cute. We don't finish each other's. Not that accurately, anyway. Um, I don't think we've seen Reed and BZT in his current form. Yep. In the same backline, and I think that protects Reed quite a lot. So Good point. that that will be interesting in and of itself. Whose spot he would take hypothetically is. I still think it's probably Lang uh, Leverde, but that's possibly yeah. And interesting with him being injured, then what happens? But we'll come to that as well. Um, ultimately, shoot for the stars. Uh, every week we play Geelong, we play Brisbane, we play Port Adelaide, and then we play West, West Coast and North. So it's going to be bloody hard. Oh, we got we Richmond do... in there too. And Richmond as well. But then we get some winnable games after that. I don't so the next four against good opposition. So if, if we, we get through we that, winning half of them, yeah, then why not top six at that point? Why well, not? Yeah, it's like so St Kilda. We win, I, we win one and two. So say the next four, we win one, maybe two, and then we win the next two. So then out of the next six, you win three, maybe four. So how many? We've got four wins now, so we get an eight. There's a lot of maths here. Yeah, not going to bats. So we could possibly <laughs> go to eight and what four? Yeah, which and is then, not a bad spot. At that point, you you think yeah. top four? Yeah, well, if not top five, depending on other teams. But again, I don't think we're six. there. But while we're in this position, that's got to be the aim. You can't sit there and go, well, if we let's just know. drop off now. Yeah. Um, but the next four weeks. I mean, we said it two weeks ago. We're we're one and one from the two really hard games. Yep. That's so right. Big... We'll just see what happens. Like, let's just roll with it. Next question. Um, that's about it from the from the people at the moment. Oh, there was Mom a couple peeps. of comments that were similar, so I apologise if I have missed uh, missed you out there. Um, the Viffle. <laughs> the Viffle. The VFL. Close game, but we lost. Playing at home, we did have a loss, and that hurt my soul a little bit because we were actually on top at three quarter time. Foreshadowing much. Um, I don't know why I'm looking at my phone right now. <laughs> Written it all down. I don't need to look at my phone. Um, can you lost... improvise for a second while I leave? Yeah, you can go and sort yourself out. Sure. Thanks. One man show. It's my dream come true. Right. Go. For those who can't see what's happening, Nathan's 
presumably having a coughing fit or something in the background. This is weird talking to myself. Um, Nick Bryan, 17 touches of 45 hitouts and 109 fantasy points. Um, big game for him, especially in the context of questions over Phillips and his position. Um, Voss watch no goals this week, 15 touches and Tex Wanganin again in the context of Menzi and what happens there, just the two goals. Um, I was really hoping Nathan would have come back by now, but with Geelong next week, Reed will be interesting. I didn't actually write down his numbers. He had a pretty solid game. Um, I believe when you've got, hi, you good. Sorry. Hello. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. That was really awkward. Please never do that again. Sorry. Just some issues. That's fine. You can have issues. Awful talking to myself. Um, well, didn't you have to give the VFL report? Well, I did, but now I've got to do it again because you missed it. <laughs> I know what happened in the game. Okay, good. Um, so I was just saying to myself and all the lovely people, the Reed had a solid game when we're coming up against... Uh, Cameron and Hawkins, who have kicked mm. nine goals between them, possibly ten. It's I don't know if he'll get a game purely on the just get him through and keep him fit, rah, 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 but it would be an interesting game for him to come into, particularly with Lav injured as well. Well, I think the Lav injury is more the bigger deal. Mm. And then Brian, 17 touches and 45 hitouts and 109 fantasy if you play that game. In the context of Phillips being not very great. Useful. Mm-hmm. And even Wanganin's had a couple of weeks now where he's kicked multiple goals. Whether he's in the conversation for Menzi, who I think is definitely a role player, yep. but nowhere near clinical enough. So I think there's a couple of conversations there. Look, I, I think it's really important to give these guys... Um, like uh, Phillips is 31. Um, he's coming off a game where he's had four disposals and no marks. If Bryant, Bryant, who we've seen play as that Ruckman slash go a bit forward, he's not bad at it. He's pretty good, actually, I'd say. I would give him a go. If they're sticking with the two Ruckman until Wright gets back, because there's, that means Wiedemann might then play in that sort of short-time Ruck role, mm-hmm. then I would be giving... I'd personally drop Phillips back to the VFL and bring in Bryant and give him a run, because yep. he's 22... If we don't give him a bit of senior experience, he's going to get drafted by another club who are looking for a run. Like West Coast. He could go to West Coast and actually get a bloody Play 22 games week. a year. And that's the real delicate balance with a football club. Yeah. Any club, not not unique to us. That's what you deal with. And your culture and all that is what keeps players. Mm. And I think we're in a lot better position. You know, they, they're harping on a bit about being a stable football club. We're in a lot better position on that front. But if the kid just wants to play football... And you don't just give people a game because you, you, you don't want them to leave. But if he's had 47 hitouts and 17 touches, 17 touches, then that to me is a guy that he's had, he's had two games now in the VFL. That's a good game. Like that's a very good game. And if your other Ruckman who plays in your seniors has had a very, very bad game, you go, well, yeah. And Geelong, Geelong aren't a team with a real great Ruck. No, but not a strength. So again, you need but, to cover. So they're going to, we're going to be dealing with, Lack of tools down back. So we need to make sure our tools down forward try and spread theirs. Because Stuart and um, what's the other one? Um, they've all wear bloody headbands at Geelong. Um, his brother plays for... Um, oh, DeConing. DeConing, yeah. So they're two very... And even um, um, the other 
uh, what's his name? Um, <laughs> you are wrong. Radigalia. Radigalia. Yep. So they're three pretty good tall defenders that they're going to have. Correct, and it doesn't get any shorter down the other end with um, Cameron and and, Cameron Tom and Hawkins. Hmm. Um, Wanganine so they... Menzi, do you do you put much thought? Into that. that all depends yeah. on form. Like, I didn't see the game. You'd have to go by. Like, if if like, I thought Menzi was frustrating because he didn't make the most of the opportunity. He had opportunities, but didn't finish them. So, is that is that bad or good? I don't know enough to say that's bad. Um, Wanganine, I really want to see him into the side. Um, also, Tip and Woody. So. But maybe it's one of those things like Voss where you have to play that four or five, six really good games in a row. Then you can punch your way in. Mm. I don't know. Half punch your way in. Half punch your way. I would, though, like to see Hobbs out and Hind or... Say, here's the thing. Wanganee wouldn't be a bad sub. Like He's only going to play one role, but that role he might have an influence in. Whereas mm. Hobbs, I still don't like him. I don't like... That type of sub, like a midfielder. Like, mm. Yeah. Did we do the votes? Uh, no, we didn't. I'm pretty sure I missed the votes. Let's Sorry. Let's back to that for a second. No, I bet you everyone's fault. upset. Yeah, I'm feeling that. Yep. Um, hard one. Oh, horrible we one. We didn't really have a standout. Um, honorable mention. Well, no, we both for me. Someone played well. Yeah. Don't you start. Sorry. It's like it's been a big weekend. Big day, yeah. Um, I want to shout out to Perkins. Didn't give him a vote, but thought he when him and Stringer fighting for that free kick, and then Perko ended up with it and fucking and kicked it. it. Beautiful. And he was injured throughout the game too. A yes. few times in the, the AFL app, he popped up as injured. Rolled his ankle just before halftime. Apparently, mm. I mean that's Twitter info. So well, that was time. yeah, just through the VF. And I and, and I thought he played well for a guy who looked a little proppy. Proppy. Yep. yep. Um, I gave three votes to McGrath for the role he did on Hill, the explosiveness off the halfback, and a few dodgy possessions, but that's okay. Um, two to Langers, the forward option, the ease at which he converts in a team that struggles to convert, and one to Red Dog. Just thought he was good with ball in hand, got enough of it. That's about it, really. Your good self. Yeah, I gave um, my three to Parrish. Did you? Yep. Well, that's, not what, that's not what you told me before we started. I don't know. That's good for the spreadsheet. want to be the same as you, That Sam. is great for the spreadsheet. Thank you. Go on. I gave my two to Martin. Okay. And my one to Langford. So no, no McGrath. No McGrath. Even though you just said that we both thought one was a pretty clear standout and then you've just ignored that standout. Yep. Completely. That's how you're I'm about, rolling. You're a basket case. Um, <laughs> I think that pretty much does us. I'll I'll grab a tip, please, for the next week game against the Cats, please, please. Um, I think we'll do them. Say it every week. And the margin? 12. 12 points. I will be the voice of reason and probably suggest that we might get done by a seemingly resurgent Geelong. Um, but close one still, Geelong by three. Cameron to kick seven. I think Cameron and, and Hawkins will be the problem because 
Well, they have I been think we can defend the ground well. Mm-hmm. But you, you think of the game today, like if they'd had a big key forward, like, a, like I don't think they would have had an influence in the game. Like there wasn't times when I thought if you had a, you know, a Hawkins or a Cameron at that centre forward, that wasn't our problem. Our problem turned out to be like how quickly they moved the ball and Geelong don't do that. Like they, you know, they go long and pretty strong and, and then sort of chip around in the halfback and then go. So I, I do think that we can beat them. There you go. Sorry. That's okay. I think BZT on Hawkins is okay. Yep. hundred percent. Bit of the go-go gadget arms about him. He can hold his ground in a one-on-one on and on Cameron. punch, but I don't think we've got a natural matchup for Cat. Uh, no, we don't. Anyway. Even if like, Reed Ridley. No, don't think so. Who's is it? Do you oh, do you send certainly not said, Langford? I don't want to see him down no, there. No, no, I would have said Lav. Just uh, from Radford, a... Lang, uh, Laverde is the option, but I just I if his shoulder's sore, then I don't want him. But he's but got can't the mobility. Play, play it on the guy who's nearly who's leading the, the Colts, who's on track for a hundred player in the competition, on track for a hundred goal season. Yeah, but he's moment. looking like the best player in the competition. Like he's just strolling around, going, "Oh, watch this on the left." Yeah, his natural foot. I think all. you need a bit of a, a defender that's a bit mobile, quick, quick. Which Ridley, I just I don't know if it is a one on one. I'm not comfortable I, with that. I think but... you have to sacrifice the team for Ridley. Like I think Ridley has you just have to say, look, you have to go to him, mate, because just just break even. And yeah, fair enough. Um, Hawkins is the one that's killed us in the past. Just yep. sheer strength. What's the height difference between Ridley? And Cameron. Okay, let me Google some fast fingers here. Oh, Phil. You can Phil, Phil by yeah. the way, we're fourth Over. on the ladder, everyone, which is really exciting. We're, do you know the fascinating thing that Adelaide Crows are fifth? Well, Ooh, they're doing well. Doing very well. So well, we I wasn't meant to answer, was I? No, no, you're, not, you're meant to be doing fast fingers. One and centimeter. What? One centimeter. Ridley's oh, 195. Come on. That Cameron's has to be the matchup then. Interestingly, Jordan Ridley's photo is of Laverde. Make of that what you will. Did you do another one of those dodgy wikis? Good job, Google. Well, I mean, I don't know. I I just think you need mobility over strength because Cameron's strength is his mobility. That sounds stupid. Yeah. No, no small forward for them. The Stengel. Yeah, Stengel's out. But that stupid Quan Morris with his ridiculous kicking action. Good footballer. Weird kicking action. Is he? But he can't Is kick. he a good football player? Kicking. It's effective. If it works for you, that's all you can do. Like, it shouldn't. I agree with you. It looks ridiculous. Mm. Given away that I'm a Chelsea fan. Yeah. Um, don't like it. Yeah, so anyway. I mean, when, when's that game on? Sunday? Sunday one ten. Home game. I'll be there. <laughs> um, yeah, it's odd. First, first home game at the G this year, which is exciting. I've got... It's my favourite. I have a grand. Um, again, I just I think three weeks ago we would have been going, yeah, we'll we'll kill them, but they've bounced back in a very dramatic, emphatic style. So again, I'll take, I'll take good defence, team defence. I'll take all of those good things if we can lose by a couple of kicks, whatever. I, 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 I don't want to see us losing by eighty. No, I, I have a very different view, and and I still think that they've beaten ordinary teams for See, two or three not weeks. Ordinary? No, well, okay, they made them look ordinary. So they 
They beat um, so Hawthorne by 100-ish points or maybe 80 points. Then they beat West Coast by 47 points. Then they beat Sydney, who I don't know where they're at, to be honest, Sydney. Excuse me. Well, like, thumping uh, Richmond. Here's the thing. Like, Sydney, uh, did you watch the game? No, but I know Sydney got Callum Mills played on Tomahawk. Yeah, okay. For the whole game. I see your point. I, I, I couldn't deal with it. I watched the game going, can you explain to me why your best midfielder is, well, maybe not best, but in the top two or three, is playing on playing fullback on a six foot, I don't know, four or five, 105 kilo forward. I know you short some players down at Brisbane, well, but I don't mean pointing this out, but there's a guy up the other end who used to play for us, Francis, who can go right down back. Yeah, and they played him forward. They played him forward. Huzzah. And I'm like, well, I don't know. John Longpoint, I don't know you, but he can go back. He's all right yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the fact that I still think they've had an easy run. We've come off three pretty good games, pretty tough. You know, like the St. Kilda game was competitive. Maybe not the, um, well, the Melbourne def- game definitely was. We're playing harder and at a higher level of football is what I'm going on. 100%. And right. that, I think, is important. It is. Well, that's what I mean. I'll take more out of how we play. Exactly. Against these types of teams more so than the result. Def, generally. <laughs> All right, I think that'll do us. We're waffling, and I'm surprised we made it through to the hour mark. Um, Sorry about my little intermission. That's, I, I, this is why I do a podcast with you. It's, it's very difficult. Because you don't have any other friends? Yeah, and it's very difficult to talk to yourself. I've learned. You know, <laughs> That's 30 true. second gap. Yeah, 30 seconds. You couldn't even fill 30 seconds. No, it was terrible. <laughs> All right. People, if you um, if you want to make a comment about what Sam said during the 30 seconds, because I didn't listen. And this is why I think it would be really great to take a little camera with me to the football, do little vlogs and shit at the footy. Chuck be that guy. Channel, but I can't be that guy. Yeah, you can't be that guy. You I can't even fill 30 camera. seconds of this. I can't shove a camera in my face here. Hi, everyone. Everyone's looking um, at me. Um... Let alone in front of how many? You're not in front of anyone. But at the game, I would be. That's what I mean. Uh-huh. In front of how many Essendon supporters mm. that sit behind me at the G. And then we go, there, who's oh, this dickhead? What's this dickhead doing? I should have a little sign. I do a podcast. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have, maybe we should, because maybe we should go together and do it. Well, you you, you got to go to a game first, actually. That's true. I've got to leave the house. Mm. Mm. All right. That'll do. Um, Phil's just said if I, if I need 30 seconds, he can fill in. Yep. Um, Phil in. Was that a little Phil joke? Yes, it was playing words. <clears throat> oh, Phil, top of the glass to you. So good, you didn't even get it the first time. Well, I did. I had to, I had I had to... to explain it to you. Mm, I don't know if I... <laughs> you had to explain it. I just had to stop. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, normal programming will resume next week, Monday night, 7.30, uh, following the Cats game. What? You're about to say something? Oh, just one quick thing. Why the fuck do the teams have to come out oh, 22 God. hours before the first bounce? Like... Why couldn't they release the teams on Sunday night? Yeah, well, I mean, they named the Melbourne and Richmond game Friday. Friday. Night, yeah. Why the fuck did we have to wait till six o'clock or whatever it was on? You're so Monday passionate night. about like, this. I don't get it. Well, what did I don't understand? Like, I keep can... all waiting in suspense. Why couldn't it have been earlier? In suspense. It's good. All right, forty-eighth attempt at wrapping it up. That'll yeah. do us for this week. 
Thank you for listening. Um, we'll chat to you next week. Go Dons. Fuck Collingwood. <laughs>